the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, back to Lifeline. We are back. The time is 6.07 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. If you want to join our conversation, the number is one 367 one Let me go to line two and talk with Idris from Hayward. How you doing, my brother? Brother Pastor Jesse Gusamat, first off, sir, thank you so much for inviting me over this weekend to the men's breakfast at your church. That was that was a treat. Thank you so Listen, much. Listen, I appreciate you sticking your hand uh, in, in, in the midst of the fire and cooking them pancakes and helping out with the brothers as well. And I hope you got a chance to meet several of our of our brothers, man. A bunch of good guys, you know. Oh, absolutely. funny enough, God works in mysterious ways because two of the people. One guy I worked with eight years ago, and another guy okay. I went to school with ten years ago, and we ain't seen each other since. And they said they heard me on the radio, so when they heard me in the church talking, trying to debunk your theory, and I got exposed, they were like, "Oh, that's Adrian. We know him." So God was no, having fun with it. I, so. I, I am not. I am not going to accept the way you frame that. I do not want the audience to think that somehow you or I, you and I, were in an ideological uh, boxing match <laughs> at all. No way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no we weren't. We weren't. We weren't. You told us think before you speak, and I said, "Whoop, there it is." So <laughs> you know what? You know what, man? I'll tell you. This is my upline. I, I remember um, uh, one. Uh, his name will come back, Doctor uh, Doctor Pressy. He's 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 probably passed now. He was in his nineties. Uh, I was taking a theology class of his many many years ago, and uh, uh, he 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 challenged us on a uh, on on coming up with a verse that substantiated the uh, post resurrection bodily uh, um, evidence of Christ. And I jumped to the conclusion too quick, and I gave him a portion of scripture. And amongst all those other uh, pastors and theologians, he said, "Young man, that was quick, and you were wrong." <laughs> and, and, and and I said, "Oh." Okay, from now on, I have to think before I speak. It was it was a very good lesson, and so yeah, man, we I'm glad you were able to make it out. What's on your thoughts tonight? Oh yeah, um, so I caught the last. Four, I came in a little late, but I heard about the health as well, and I couldn't agree more. I don't think people understand how much eating right and how much personal responsibility the Holy Spirit has given us the grace to take care of ourselves, as opposed to letting the powers that be guide us along how we're going to be taken care of. I mean, it's pretty obvious whether it's health care or the food that's available to you. So we got to take care of ourselves. But what I wanted to talk about was I realized that, you know, the generation gap of, I remember I'm 35 years young now. And when I talk to like 19, 18, 20 year olds, I'm looking at them saying, I mean, I was bad and ignorant, but I wasn't that bad and ignorant. But then I realized, when the 50-year-olds have talked to me, they said the same thing, like, we didn't do that. And what is happening is it's almost like, you know, the enemy is slow in what he's doing and what he's pushing to really get us to that point to where we're just completely depraved. But yeah. I was going to ask you your own point of how 
this 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 slow because I think it was every ten years, but I realized actually every fifteen years is when like we went from unexpected to that's accepted. I, I grew up in an era where it was still kind of weird for a girl to be pregnant in her teenage years, where now that's just the standard. Like it's like how many kids you got? Like we like right. what, what, what happened to marriage and what happened to you know all this stuff, and that's just it becomes the norm. And I feel like the church, rather than going to the standard that Christ has set, we kind of just say, well. I don't want them to do hard drugs. Just, you know, just, 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 it's okay if they do a little, little, little bit of this, a little bit of that. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's like, it's, I'm just realizing, like, it's just getting worse and worse. And that's obvious, but it's happening it's so subtle. And what I was going to ask is, how are people that, like me, I'm 35 years young, and I'm realizing, seeing everything now, like, whoa, how am I going to affect the younger generations? Because what's normal to them was outrageous to us and terrifying to y'all. But... <laughs> And we were all still by the grace of God. So I know I kind of threw a lot of stuff out there, but it's getting worse. What can we as uh, men and women of God do to really just be that light in an area where the world is pretty much just just, just taking our babies left and right? Right. Man, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the question that you are raising interest is phenomenally important. So I'm going to just take a little bit of time. I've got about four minutes and I want to develop this because... I've been watching what's going on in our world and and people are aware that something's wrong. They are aware that something is really amiss. Even the young people who are outwardly enthusiastically committed to a free society without healthy and vital boundaries know that something is wrong. They do, because unless God has completely shut down their conscience, they know intuitively that what they're doing is wrong. They just keep doing it. It's the same way with what my sister Leslie was saying about when we come together for holidays, we eat all of this food that we know that is fundamentally dangerous for us when we over portionize it and then sit around and glut. Um, because right. we see its we see its impact on our older family members. We see diabetes. We see hypertension. We see high blood pressure. We see all of these different things that are taking place. We know that is the consequence of bad habits. But they do too. They're addicted. So there are fundamental addictions taking place in many spaces in the sociological landscape that we're dealing with. So in my mind. In my mind, you have to be able to identify the the level of addiction taking place that requires a conversation and a narrative that will penetrate through the addiction to get to the person at the core of their thinking so that they can begin to have the epiphany that might bring them up and out. I'm going to share with you the story that I got when I was in the middle of my blindness selling drugs at 15 years old, uh, and, and, and Mr. Henry, this is part of my testimony for conversion as well, but Mr. Henry would come and buy dope from me uh, when I was in uh, doing slinging dope way, way back in the, uh, in the 70s uh, in West Oakland. And um, he would say to me, and he was about 50 years old at that time, and I'm about 15, 16 and, uh, you know, a brother that's 50 years old, when you're 16 or 17, he looks like he's 100, right? He just looks right. super old. <laughs> but but he, this is what he did, Idris. This is what he did. And this is the most important thing. This is the most important thing to me that I know has to be done 
from man to man, from the upline to the downline, and you care about the younger people that are under you. I know that this is the way out because the enemy does not want this way to exist. Mr. Henry said to me, son, you got to think. You got to think. You got to think your way out of the problem. And, 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 and then he began to talk to me. It's about midnight. Ain't nobody out but me and him. Nobody out but the dope fiends and the dope dealers. And he's talking to me in rational, caring personal relational terms like a grandfather because he knew my dad and because mm. he was a dope and because he was a dope fiend because he knew the problem with addiction he knew the irrationality of doing drugs when you know better he knew the pathology of having a body craving for poison when you know better he knew that and what he wanted to do was get me off of that hamster wheel as soon as he could and he said Jesse You must become a thinking man. Now, notice what he had done. He had properly read me. He read through me into the larger framework of the dope game that I had become a part of. He cared about me personally enough to tell me it's my responsibility to think my way out of that situation. But he also saw the bigger trap that I was in, part of gangs, part of slanging, part of buying dope, all of that. He saw that. I had a superficial motive to make money because we're in the hood. That's how you hustle. That's how you get down, whether it's weed or whether it's pills, whether it's heroin, whether it's cocaine. You know that. That's how we did it. And it was almost normal. So this is parallel to what you're talking about, because until somebody that is willing to know the subject matter so well, to know the issue so well, can speak in a very pointed, caring, but clear way to that downline they won't be able to hear what is essential to be heard. So because I Mm. got to go to a break, this is what I want you to think about. And I want every young man listening to me to think this through. Spend your time continually growing both in your knowledge of the issues that are going on in our world, because this is how we care about people on an anthropological level. Be Care about the statistics, care about the impact, care about the strategies and care about how the enemy is trapping them. And then continue to build your theology base around the gospel as being the solution. And then on top of that, young man, continue to take care of your body. I saw you at the gym, you know, already twice now and you're getting at it. You look good. You represent flesh that out with a holistic uh, witness. Continue to study the word of God, continue to eat well, continue to work out. And, and the world is yours. I already told you that. Didn't I tell you that the world is yours? Yes, you did, sir. The, yes, the did. world is yours. It's, it's the world is ready for young men and young women that are willing to walk the walk and talk to talk. So continue to build your dossier of what you know, how you feel and what you do and pass it on. You'll get attraction. You'll get attraction because people are hungry for people that really care. They're hungry for people that care. It'll come. It'll come. Keep doing the work, my brother. I got to take a hard break. Bless you, man. I'll talk to you soon. We'll be right back on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Um, the lines are open. one 367 5329 1-888-367-5329. And now back to Lifeline. We are back. The time is 6.20 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. In fact, 6.22. And you are welcome to give me a call, one 367 5329 
one 5329 We've had some really good topics going on today in terms of uh, not only our dear uh, sister Leslie priming our thoughts about, um, you know, health and, and our physical well-being and, and our immune system, but Kiana affirming also the real route out is not synthetics, but uh, but holistic and, and organic. It's really true. You know what, you guys, I'll tell you. Again, the lines are open if you want to call, question, comment, observation. Let's do it. one 367 uh, it was Miss Dolly, maybe three decades ago, almost. Yeah, probably so. Uh, one of our uh, elder uh, uh, mothers in the church back when we started Grace in 1996. Uh, she was with us before that. But uh, when we started Grace, she came on in with her loving, kindly, gentle nudging of us away from cultural food and and, and processed foods and and, and she would just bring material after material after material from Dr. Mercola and other uh, very well-meaning holistic uh, uh, medicines, vitamins, uh, micronutrient, uh, uh, what we'll call peer review articles, uh, food articles, and then just just uh, herbs and and, and uh, vitamins and things that, are, that were necessary for uh, us to begin to think through, begin to think through a better way. I, how can I say this and get your attention? It's probably true that we are living in a binary world of false and synthetic and destructive over against true and organic and edifying. That's how I want to put it right now. That which is false and synthetic and destructive over against that which is true and organic and edifying. The, 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 the former false, synthetic and destructive satisfies the flesh and only the flesh that which is true, organic, and edifying, edifies the soul while also satisfying and edifying the spirit. Now, the transition from the former, from the latter to the former, from the false to the true, in some ways is like being born again. Because the addictive drive for self-destructive choices are so intrinsic and pervasive in our culture, in our surrounding, that what we do, ladies and gentlemen, is we yield to convenience over health. We yield to convenience over that which would be much more a delayed gratification with long-term benefits. Kiana was talking about eating a lot of her vegetables raw. Well, we already know you do that. You've got all of the nutrients in it that God had provided for, notwithstanding needing to be careful about the pesticides. That is a war we're in. But it's very much like the preaching of the gospel. It's very much like going to a church where the word of God is scantily addressed. And much of what is going on is a motivational speech rooted fundamentally in a kind of uh, echo chamber narrative that sounds exactly like the world, but it's also targeted at making people feel good, which is junk food Christianity. When you're talking about health 
food spiritually. We're talking about sound doctrine, sound teaching, radical, exegetical, expository teaching of the word of God, where the men and women are used to the word of God being taught at the collegiate level, at the seminary level, at the professorate level. And they're not afraid to pull their phones out and look up a word if I said something that was strange to me, Latin or Greek or Hebrew or Aramaic or whatever they thought might have been. What did he say? No, look it up. You don't have anything to do now but to get to know God and to know him in the truth of the gospel, which is substantially different substantially different than what you get in the junk food in our culture and in our world. And so, yes, yes, the reason why we would be doing a mental health fair as we did last month is because we want to save, see people saved from mental illness. How you think is extremely important to whether or not and to what degree you are connected to God. So with the mind, I serve the law of God. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speak. If the heart is filled with corruption, only corruption can come out. Unless there's a heart transplant where the mind is thinking biblically, where the will is being inclined to the word of God, where the spirit of God is nurturing in us a, uh, a, a, a trajectory, a bent towards uh, truth, organic, and edifying, where the Spirit of God is, is doing that, he's going to do that both in our spiritual life and in our practical life. That's what Miss Dolly taught us all those years ago. Me and my wife raising a bunch of kids. They're all little. We're young, beautiful, handsome, strong, uh, and, 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 and myself not particularly caring a whole lot about what Miss Dolly was saying until as I started to move through my 30s and then my 40s and began to see ailments, uh, you know, um, accompanying people my age and older, once my eyes opened up to the real battle of uh, health and how the battle of health is connected to uh, uh, behavior and the battle of behavior is connected to how we think. Well, yeah. Uh, then all of a sudden I saw what was very clearly a, a an extreme dichotomy between knowing the truth as it is in Jesus, Jesus and allowing it to comprehensively bring about a coherence between my spiritual life and my, my practical life. And where you and I do this kind of Gnostic splitting off, well, it doesn't, the only thing that matters is my spiritual man, which is what a lot of people do. Then once they start getting sick and ill, exactly like the older prophets warned, now all of a sudden they want to start thinking about doing right. Well, they warned us long ago that we needed to be doing right because we live in a world where our government lies to us pathologically about the impact of our environment, about the impact of our food, about the impact of um, the things that we take for granted. They lie to us. Uh, they lie to us and we suffer the consequences and then we end up under doctors who lie to us and then we suffer the consequences. And all this to say before I take a break and then come back with your phone calls is that by the grace of God, when you become a true believer, you have to understand what Idris said is God shows you that you have to be responsible for your life. That you can, you can say, let us have grace that sin may abound. 
I mean, let us sin that grace may abound. You know, I'm just going to continue doing it the same way I'm doing it. Well, 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 you're going to discover that God does not deliver you from your friends. As uh, as one pastor used to put it so frequently, he will deliver you from from your enemies. The moment that that thing becomes an enemy to you and you recognize its threat, now you call upon the Lord. He will give you the humility to acknowledge that you were wrong and then give you the grace to move up out of that and to get the resources necessary to do the right thing. Where we fail to do that, I I can tell you, I'm thinking about brothers now who have admitted, I just left it be. And all of a sudden, I got diabetes and and parts of my body are being taken apart, taken off because I just I just continued doing what I wanted to do. And this is a substantial problem in the African-American community. It's why the, the, the health fair is so important. I hope you join us for it. This Saturday at 10 a.m. at Grace Bible Church, may the spirit of God open your eyes to how important and precious your body is. It's the only thing you got. Got to take another hard break. Got one call. Need two more. one 367 one We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back. The time 637 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. We're headed down the final stretches of our, our conversation today. Two lines open, one 329 one Let's go to line number one or so or three and talk with Misty. Misty in San Francisco. Misty, are you there? Misty? What did you say, hon? Hey, what's going on? Oh. Hi, Pastor Jesse. This is Teresa. Ah, uh, Teresa. Is it is it Teresa or Sharisa? It's Teresa. Teresa, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing today? I'm I'm excellent. Teresa, who? Because I know a lot of Teresas. Oh, okay. You want my last name, or you want me to say where I'm from, or? It it, it doesn't matter. Do I know you? Well, I met you once at your church. I went there for um, a couple of things. I haven't, I haven't been there for a service, but I've been there for some other things. Like earlier this year in February, I think it was, it was something that you guys had um, on a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. And then I met you when there was another thing on a Saturday for women. It was a women's prayer thing or something. Yeah, yeah. No, no. This is what we're doing a lot. Did you hear us talking about this Saturday's health fair? Yes. I'm so interested in going. I hope you can make it now. So, Teresa, how are you? I'm very good. Thank you. What's your thoughts? <laughs> well, in regards to all of this health and wellness stuff, I'm 100% agreeing with what you, all of you have been saying about that. <clears throat> um, so, how, I also know... Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. No, go ahead on. Okay, so I've studied a lot of health and wellness on my own. Mm-hmm. And I've been educated. I educated myself on it with, of course, God's help and uh, wisdom. And um, I know in Genesis 3.1, it says God made the seed-bearing plants. And that's all I need to know. (laughs) Because I know that we're supposed to eat plants. Um, But I still do eat um, meat. But the, the plants are very nutritious for us, and they have lots of benefits. Totally. 100 percent. There is no argument anywhere on the planet about the uh, uh, the herbs 
that and the plant life that is designed to so radically um, edify our bodies that there it shouldn't even be an argument with people that we should be eating massive amounts of vegetables of all sorts uh, and then uh, healthy proportions of meat. Meat has a meat has a place. In other words, God granted mercy mm-hmm. after the fall. He granted mercy after the fall. Protein is necessary, but it should be done in proportion as well. Right. Yeah. 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 So so yeah so yeah so you've been on that on that track for a while, huh? Well, yes, I could tell you that I kind of healed my gut to a degree. Um, I was on medication. Yeah. And um, specifically for bipolar stuff. Right. And I've gotten myself off of medication and doing it the right way. Yeah. By a little at a time without just doing it radically. Yeah. And then I know if you heal your gut, you heal your body. There's no doubt about that. I I think you're doing the right thing. First of all, I actually believe that, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to, actually do the work unless you study these things yourself. Now I remember you, Teresa, I really do. Uh, you're not going to do uh, the work unless you. you, yeah, unless you do, unless you, unless you, you're not going to do the hard work of, of healing unless you're really ready to do the research and the study and then to take it on as an entrepreneur. And this is why you mm-hmm. are seeing uh, recovery in your uh, gut health, which is going to help even in your um, in, in your uh, psychological equilibrium. You already know that. Yep. Yeah, it's a real blessing. A it's a real, real, real blessing. Real blessing. Yeah. What, what, yeah. What's in the future for you? What, 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 how, what, how do you see tomorrow? What, what, what's, what's your plans? Well, I was thinking about studying as being like a health coach or something with nutrition. Um, you, you, I, I, I've, I've helped people. I've helped my husband with uh, kidney stones. Yes. I've helped... I've helped my dad with, uh, and this is all naturally, I've helped my dad with, um, uh, what's that one that, um, what's that one called? It's called, um, when, when a person has um, it's shingles. Yeah, of course. I've helped, I've helped him naturally. I've helped yep. my sister-in-law with vertigo naturally. Yeah. And the doctors won't let you know all these things. Not at all. Because, of course, they want the pharmaceuticals and they want the, they want the money to go to them. It's pretty yep. sad and sick. It is. We are in a battle. That's, you heard me say that a little earlier in the call when I did that little soliloquy. Uh, we're in a battle of falsehood, mm-hmm. synthetic mm-hmm. and destructive over against truth, organic and edifying. And so I, I would really encourage you. I don't think we have enough people in the world, Teresa, that would be um, willing to uh, take on that alternative health. Uh, trajectory and be helpful to people. But see, you already are feeling mm-hmm. good about mm-hmm. helping your husband, helping your dad, helping yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and once people know that you have that gift, because that's a gift too, uh, you, you, mm-hmm. you're, you're gonna, the door is going to be wide open. I would encourage you to go down that okay. path for sure. Thank you. Thank you so en- much. I appreciate your, your input, your, your positive input is so awesome. <laughs> it's important. It's, it's important. Well, sometimes we struggle our whole life finding mm-hmm. a calling. And once we do, yep. what God does is he blesses it. Boom. It, it just, mm-hmm. it just, it pops up and then, oh, all of a sudden I'm, a, I'm in alignment. I'm, I'm walking coherently. I'm, I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing things order themselves. I'm seeing people blessed by it. And that's how, you know, this is what I'm, I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm supposed to be. And I want to encourage you to do and be exactly what you are impulsing internally 
to do for, for the glory of God. We don't have enough of, of the people like you out there. We don't have enough. We need like, tens of thousands more, tens of thousands more. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So wow. keep pursuing and, and keep keep learning and keep sharing. Thank you. Thank you. One right. more thing. I met the lady, one of the ladies who's, who's a health and wellness coach who's supposed sure. to be there on Saturday. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. See, because that, well, that's the point. I'm, I'm hoping we turn a bunch of our sisters into just health warriors. I'm just telling you, that's what yeah. I want to say. Because you guys yeah. are young and you can, you can be helpful to the teenagers and the young people that are in these traps as well. Right, for sure. Yeah, so look, thank you yeah. for um, calling in and being a part of it and sharing your, your testimony. Somebody's being encouraged by it right now. This is what I love about the, uh, the ability to farm. Yeah, somebody's encouraged by what you just said. They they, they already yeah. know in their conscience that they should be moving okay. toward that direction. And then here comes this young lady saying, hey, I, I had, you know, I, I've, I've got bipolar, I've got gut issues, and God has helped me yeah. to actually do the research to deal with that. And I'm, I'm feeling better and I'm able to help my husband and my dad. I mean, we that's mm-hmm. the freedom we have in Christ to be able to take mm-hmm. natural resources and do these kinds of things. Right, for sure. All right, I got to take a hard break. Thank you for calling, my dear sister. God bless you. So good to have her on. So good to have her testimony. I'm glad I'm drawing people out to want to share and to express uh, themselves in this context. I, I, you know, I was talking earlier. I do got to take a break here, and I'll finish up my program with Misty. But I was sharing earlier of how. There is major traction, you guys, whether you know it or not, on what is called podcasting. Uh, and that's because in a podcast program, you can talk for hours. And whereas your major media outlets, your television outlets and your, your traditional radio programs that, that, you know, have historically talked about people won't pay attention to you after 10 minutes, after 12 minutes. They were wrong. They were wrong. They were just flat wrong. If you have something to say and people are conversing, dialoguing, going back and forth, richly uh, analyzing and working through all of our problems, you will have all kind of people listening with bated breath for hours and thankfully also supporting it, which is what I, 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 I you know, how I live by blessing people by talking about it. Got to take a break. When I come back, we'll be getting to close out with Misty. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. All right. We are back. We've got about 10 minutes before the show closes. And uh, definitely want to welcome you, uh, encourage you ladies to join us this Saturday. I think we will have an excellent turnout. Hopefully we have great weather and uh, you guys will get to know each other better and have resources that uh, you'll be exposed to that will build your health. Let me go to um, maybe line number four and talk with Misty. Um, I don't know how we got cut off, but Misty, are you there? Yeah. Hey, I'm checking if this, is, uh, if this line is clear. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Excellently. What's going on? Yeah, it's been kind of crackly, so I had to call back. And then what happened is I was out on a mission. I got sidetracked in my little mission. And then well, that's I the most important thing. That's the most important okay. thing. That, it doesn't matter about the phone call. It's about doing the mission. Yeah, I know. I was sidetracked on the mission. Then I'm like, oh, wait, I'm on the phone. I forgot I was on the phone. <laughs> but uh, so thank, thank you. Uh-huh. So, uh, hey, I heard what you were talking about earlier, and you were talking about delayed gratification. And I want to say... Uh, Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. 
That's, yeah. that's the key. And uh, nobody's, you know, I'd say 98, 99% of people aren't doing it. But basically, let me just give you a small little rundown. Go without sex. Go without love. Go without care. Go without food. Go without breakfast. Go without concern. You know, if the list goes on and on and on and on, what you need to delay your gratification, uh, delay things that are your desires, delay things that feel good, delay mm-hmm. comfort. Sure. You have to know about all these things to deal with the battlefield, to deal with war, and even to deal with things that are coming down the pike. True. You know what I heard? I heard. No, it's so true. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about one one of my uh, intellectuals. Uh, he's actually teaching teaching on this. J, J, uh, Jordan B. Peterson telling people that you can't you can't be sure that you're going to overcome anything until you're willing to sacrifice everything. And so what you're talking about is the need to be able to sacrifice in order to be able to handle the difficult difficult times. And one of my brothers was telling me that they cut the water off. Uh, here, uh, 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 going in, going into San Diego, and that we're getting ready to go into a water drought. I'm like a water drought on top of everything else. Well, I mean that's the thing. I mean there are primaries, right? There's a primary thing that we need, which we primary is water. Yeah. So there are primaries that you can't cut out, especially if you have any health conditions or things like that. But I mean, I've had to go because of different illnesses and things that happened to me. I mean, I had a, I had a time for. About a year, one point where I really couldn't even uh, eat because I had a reaction to this other thing, and I would get really sick. So I was able to go, you know, almost like a year just eating something so minimal uh, to get by. And was uh, that was it? You know, was it a gut? What was it? Was it? Did you find out what that was? Was it a gut issue? What was it? Yeah, no, it was complicated. I just don't want to give it all out uh, I got it. on the air. I got but, uh, it. But yeah, no, it was a scenario that uh, that turned into something else. And I wanted to say, you're talking about sacrifice. Well, you were talking about, I mean, what this lady was doing prior was very good, doing everything to watch your health and, you know, help people. It, because I, I see people in the, in the grocery stores. It's just, it, it's remarkable. I mean, you know, I hate to harp on the same thing every time, but I always see this every day, that people are definitely not going with uh, denying their gratifications. I mean, they're, you know, overweight, they're smoking, and you know what I mean? I mean, they look like they're about to have a heart attack, and they're in there, they're, you know, they're, they're ordering a, just a cake, or whatever it is. But the thing that I would see still, I still see about mercy, is mercy is greater than sacrifice. And honestly, if that means, you even, you, you sacrifice a taste bud because you want to have that chicken, it's good and the rice all stewed up and yummy. But you know what? Slaughterhouses are real. I, I've seen the images of them all. And you know what? Eating a little meat is one life. You have a little little bacon one day from breakfast, that's one pig life. People don't care about this. They think it's like, oh, well, you know, God said we can kill animals in the Bible. You know what? God made me protector of his kingdom. And everything that he created, I believe, we are to protect the innocent. And, and that's just, you know what I mean? So that's just one thing. If, you, if, if we are given so many blessings and so many things that we can eat or do or whatever, we don't have to have that thing because it's yummy or because it was easy or because they happened to have them that day at the picnic we went to if they're having hot dogs. You know what I mean? You've got to get to the point where you think about the misery that is happening to something else. It's unbelievable. 
Watch a few videos. Change your heart. No, I, I you know? um, we had this. No, you had this conversation. This one is going to come up down the line. Uh, this one here. This is a. Prescient- I mean, people aren't going to people aren't going to do this because you know why? Just they don't care. But you know what? Well, I, well, I, no, uh, I, I, I do. No, I get you. I do I care. I care about. No. I was walking the ants. Okay, just now, <laughs> and I was on my mission. I got sidetracked on the mission. Then I got sidetracked looking down at the ants, and I thought, "Wow, look how busy they are." They're all doing their little thing, even though I'm standing over them, and they're, you know, I mean, and I hopefully I was thinking, hopefully I'm not stepping on any right now, and they were kind of so small that they they even out 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 step your foot, but I mean, the, you know, sure, there's certain bugs maybe I don't like certain things that I'm like, oh my god, what is that uh, poisonous spider? You know what I mean? And I don't like the fact that snakes eat a lot of uh, innocent animals and things like that. But they have, but honestly, still, mercy. Mercy is the key, and we should shut down every slaughterhouse in America and the world. Do you know what? We'd have more water. We'd have less of those gases that they're talking about and pollution. And it's simple. We could all eat whatever else. I mean, there's a billion things. Okay, but I know I'm on that topic again. But it's an example. It's an example of going, hey, now now I know you're not going to want to hear this one, but I'm going to bring it up. How many people are going to go without that? It's not primary. I don't care what they say. Oh, well, you know, it's our, we love each other. It's our relationship. You know what? There's, there's more important things actually to do in life. And if people were to take those things that bring them down to the base level that they are, it, 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 it doesn't even, it's not even primary. It is, I mean, there's things that people are not giving up because it's not primary. And that has destroyed our world. That is well, the root, the root no, of it all. This, this is true. Good. You, 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 you set forth a number of things that I don't want to discourage or, um, or even overly agree, because I would categorize some of that that you're saying and, and say that um, you wouldn't have a complete biblical justification for it. But what I do know right, is but that... I'm talking, but I'm speaking to the it, desire point. The point no, that if you, are okay. married, if you are married and someone loves you deeply, are, would they stay with you for months and months and months and months and months with no sex? Because they love you anyway? Oh, yeah. you're injured? Absolutely. You know what I mean? I mean, bottom line is people just need to take away the things that they say are so important. Because what is really important is our soul, is life and death. It's people that need us now, people that have no one, people aren't looking at those things. And they're, this, it's a very sad, 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 it's a sad thing going on. Thank you, Jesse. Off to the mission. God bless. Blessing. Blessings. All right. Blessings on you. God bless. You too. You too. I've got a couple observations I'll make before I let that go. And this is why I would really love that we're doing a uh, a podcast, you guys, because you might think that Misty is all over the place. But she has some valid points about the way we kill animals. And we'll have to deal with one day. See you guys on Tuesday, on Friday, Saturday, and Tuesday. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of KFAX. Copyright Salem Communications, all rights reserved.